right now, I just, I find it so hard to stay focused and to concentrate. I really have a hard time sleeping. Tara Curran is continuing to heal from her past. For me, it's looking out into the darkness and I can't see what's coming. In the daytime, it's bright. I can look out. I can see if there's any kind of danger. In March of 2022, Kieran was shot eight times by her ex-boyfriend at the time, Robert Lee Harrison Jr. He had prior felony convictions, a misdemeanor for domestic abuse, and two active protective orders against him. But Harrison still had a gun the day he shot Kieran at an Oklahoma City hospital where she worked. It had snowed that day, and the funny thing about it is that there's a group of women that always walk out with me every day. And for some reason, I was the only one. Karen had pressed the remote start for her car in the hospital's parking lot and was making her way over when something felt off. As soon as I walked by the car, I got this eerie feeling. And I was like, take in everything about this car. And so even to the point I was like, remember the tag number. And I was like, oh, you're just being paranoid. While battling this feeling, Karen saw a man with a black hoodie and sweats get out of a car. Her first thought was, maybe he was a patient. But... The floors for the employees are four, five, and six. And so I thought, well, why would a patient be up here? And so instead of going towards the door, he started towards me. Harrison Jr. had chased Kieran to her car where he punched her repeatedly, threatening to shoot her. She was able to escape from him and ran back towards the hospital where he chased her. And so as soon as he came in, I said, grab the gun. Don't let him shoot you in the head or chest. You don't want something that's instant and fatal. Karen held the gun until the last click when she remembers Harrison running away. She had managed to make it down some stairs before passing out. And when I came to, I was on my back, and it was like I had been asleep. And when I woke up, I said, oh, my, I must have had a dream that Robert shot me. Two years before this incident, Oklahoma enacted the first anti-red flag law in the nation. If Karen had lived in one of the 21 other states that had a red flag law, she or the police could have petitioned a judge to temporarily remove all of Harrison's guns. State and federal law says you can't have guns if you are under an active protective order. Law enforcement in Oklahoma are not allowed to go into your home and seize your weapons. All police can do is tell you you can't have them. These laws are crucial to know for any person experiencing domestic violence, especially for those in Curran's situation. But they came as a surprise to her. I was not in the military. I was not a police officer. I was just a woman leaving work. And I think that if they would have enacted this, they're not speaking to the people that are affected by this. It's not all about taking someone's right, because I have a right to be alive, to be safe. Karen previously carried a gun, but she can't anymore due to the trauma she endured. Karen says it's important for people to have support systems. A lot of times, as I speak with people, I can hear the signs. I tell them that don't ever think that it can't happen to you, it won't happen to you, to, to tell someone. Kieran says she's lucky. She survived. But sometimes she can't help thinking about people who have died when it's constantly on the news. I know what they felt in that moment that... You know, I was conscious the entire time. And the whole time you're thinking to yourself, am I about to die? And so I hope that these women had peace. The Violence Policy Center, a nonprofit organization that advocates for gun control, 
found Oklahoma is second in the nation for women murdered by men. After Harrison shot Curran, he ran away but was eventually arrested a day later. Harrison is now in federal custody and was sentenced to life in federal prison. Curran returned to work for a short period of time before retiring early due to the constant reminder of the shooting. Now, she spends her time taking care of her mom and getting therapy at Palomar. She has a goal to help other domestic violence survivors, like herself. For The Frontier, I'm Ashlyn Huffman.